sound without a filter. This is One Blunt Woman with Wanda Mates. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. I'm Wanda Means. Kevin, How's so going? happy to be back here. Celebrating. Oh, yes, this is my 40th episode yeah. of One Blunt Woman. I'm the author of my blog, JesusDivorcedAndOver40.com. You can find me on my website, OneBluntWoman.com. It doesn't seem like that long ago you were coming in for your first episode. I know. Look how I've changed. <laughs> Speaking of changing, I saw the best quote yesterday on uh, one of my friends, Stephanie. She was on my show the other day. She sent it to me. It was, it was so brilliant. It said, let's stop wasting our best boob years on lame guys. <laughs> that is pretty good. That is a good one. I got lots of comments on that one. I'm going to add in lame lines. You won't believe some of the lines I'm getting from some of these guys on these websites. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I want to hear you this. You know, I'm back on Bumble. And I always forget about Bumble. Well, you know... I, I still haven't dated anyone, um, although I did have a bit of a happy ending the other day. I was wondering if you were going to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, but it wasn't a date. Still a cool story, though. Yeah, I was. It was actually quite bizarre, and I went and got a massage, and it turned into a very bizarre ending. I mean, the way you represent this story almost has an air of like braggy self-confidence. Like when a dude has something like this happen to him, it's just really funny. Well, truly, I, I would have the same reaction. It was a fantasy of mine for this to happen. It's a fantasy, and I think, of every it guy, too. came true. And I was like, it, you just, all of a sudden you're laying there and you're just like, whoa, this is amazing. I can't believe this is happening to me. Can you elaborate? Like, give us the full story, A to B, you know? I'm not going to give you the full story, but I will say, Wanda, I want you to turn over how you're feeling. You know what my response was? Aroused. Ugh, that's That probably set him up. I was going to guess horny. Yeah, no, I'm not going to say horny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean... Uh, be a little more clinical about it. Yeah, no, well, aroused. So, yeah. I had a, a happy-ish ending, just saying. Closer than any dudes ever come to a happy ending they didn't pay for. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I, of course I, I paid for the massage because I'm not going to charge you for the second half hour. I go, okay. <laughs> That's fine <with> me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would be illegal. I don't know. Yeah, probably. But the first part of it was legit. Yeah. So I'm not going to say his name. I'm going to say he gives a damn good massage. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. So... First segment is always me and my mouth. Speaking of mouths, my son, I get a call today. He busted open one of his premolars in his mouth, literally split the tooth in like two-thirds and one-third, and it was just dangling there. You know, your teeth are your hardest substance on our body, and it was just hanging there. Especially like, when you're young. He ate a chip in the cafeteria. How the hell does that happen? I don't know. Anyway, so uh, my ex uh, went and took him to um, the ortho, and the orthodontist is one of our really good buddies. His Our kids play sports together, and I, so what's so great about being friends with your doctors? I immediately texted him. He said, wanted to bring him in, pull his tooth out. I was like, thank God. I love having that. I love uh, my friends. They all do something interesting and important. <laughs> well, and it's good that it's a baby tooth. So don't have to have and it was a, a baby tooth. And no implant necessary. Poor guy. How does that happen? I don't know. Okay, speaking of my son, I'm going to talk about my other son. My son, That was my 10-year-old. He's cute and all, but God, he can be an asshole. Now, my 17-year-old is definitely on the verge of... He's a very young, independent man, and I really appreciate... You know, he's going off to Embry-Riddle. He's going to be a pilot where next year he'll learn. He'll get his, like, 
instrument reading and then he'll get his flight instructor and then Yeah, it's intense. It's I mean fast. it's pretty intense, yeah. right? So we have a pretty good relationship and it's almost like we're roommates. It's kind of weird. I, you know, I don't know what to do. I, maybe you can give me some advice on how I approach this with my son. All right. He, um, I'm not a parent, but you know, not a parent, I'm a but guy. Okay, you're a guy, right? And so you got to respect their privacy, right? Because he's 17. He's almost 18. You know, that's technically almost an adult. True. So he'll say, Mom, when are you leaving? Oh, I'm going to the movie or I'm going there. I'm doing this or whatever. Oh, when are you coming back? Like, that's his window. Uh, yeah, yeah, knowing. yeah, yeah. It's of a window course. of opportunity. And I go, oh. so You should always give him a smaller window than what it is. I actually probably is. should. <laughs> so he says, um, I figure he's going to be with his girlfriend. So I'm at the movie with my girlfriend's the other day, which we saw Hidden Figures, which, by the way, is an amazing movie. I was crying during it. You should go see it. It's about those mathematicians at NASA yeah. who were black mm-hmm. and helped put the uh, men in space. Oh my God, it was so good. One with uh, Kevin Costner? Yeah. God, he's looking old. So he sends me, my son sends me a picture of, um, I'm figuring he's with his girlfriend. I don't know what they're doing. It's none of my business. Um, As long as he's using safe sex, I'm okay with it, whatever. It's none of my business. So um, he sends me a picture of four red cups and a new um, uh, box of ping pong balls. Now, what do you think he's doing? Obviously, he's playing beer pong. Yeah, Yeah. I know. But why would you give yourself away? I go... Why would you send this to me? Why now, sell yourself now, out? Now, you idiot, you have made me liable. And I don't want to be liable for your stupidity. That's exactly right. Don't do that again. Before, it was behind your back. There's nothing you can do about it, you know? It's, is it better? Uh, is ignorance bliss? Do I not want to know this stuff? Yeah, I think ignorance is totally bliss. And I said, I don't want to see this again. I don't want you doing this at my house. Do it on your own time. I mean, you're going to be 21 in a few years. Can't you wait? No, of course I didn't wait. He's not a smart, wait. not a smart move though. So why would he do that? I, I don't know. I'm going to kick his ass. I said, don't do that again. That's not fair to me. <sighs> we have a great relationship. He's a great kid, but you know he's still in high school, and you know they want to do still this his mom. shit. And I'm still his mother. Yeah. And mom, we only had one drink. I'm like, Ugh. I mean, I did a lot of stupid shit, but never, never sold myself out like that. You, you never know. sold yourself never out. Straight up, just uh, yeah, sell my mom what don't, I was doing. Don't send me pictures of yeah. your ping pong balls. Because we don't have a ping pong table. It'd be like if I sent my mom an empty bottle of Jack Daniels and was like, had a great weekend. She'd be like, well, what the fuck? I, you know, Did you really do that? No, I'm saying Did I Did you have texting when you were in high school? Um, Towards the end, yeah, like when I was a senior. I would have gotten in so much trouble if I had texting in high school. But, um, so glad I didn't. For the, yeah, no, no, not, not until, yeah, I think my junior, senior year was texting really popular. On like old flip phones and oh shit, yeah, you know? where you had to put in the oh yeah yeah we had to like where click seven the, was a number a dumb amount of times or whatever and you had to click four times to get to the s yep. yeah that thing okay well I had a rotary phone where if you want to had to dial zero you had to put the finger on the zero and go all the way around and wait for the rotary to come all the way back yeah we had one of those in our house for decoration <laughs> I mean this is an antique I know right okay speaking of antiques. This is my 40th episode. I guess when you turn 40, you're an antique. So I'm so excited we've made it to 40 episodes. I've had a lot of fun talking about a lot of interesting things. I look forward to 40 more. You look forward to 40 more. I'm, I'm always trying to think of things to talk about. Oh, I have some interesting things to talk about, like the woman who's gang raped in front of her two-year-old. And I know you don't like hearing this stuff, but it's important that we talk about this shit. It is just so uncomfortable. But I am going to tell you, this woman was smart. And she did some things I would never think of. Like? I'm going to talk about that in my next segment. Oh, all that's right. A, that's a lead-in, right? I mean, I'm trying to lead up to that, You still got right? a minute left, but yeah, okay. I still have a whole minute left. Okay, so Saturday... We're break early. I don't care. Saturday, I'm going flying with my son. I'm scared as shit. I do not want to... eat his cross-country flight where he has to fly to like, I don't know, 
East Texas or something. I do you have any um, Xanax? Because I think I might need to take some Xanax on this flight. Not hate, that he's a bad pilot I because every I think he's good. I, but I am not a fan of flying in those rinky dink planes. No, 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 no. Little planes are even worse than commercial planes. So they crash way more often. That's what I will talk about on my next podcast. And we are actually next week we're going on our first and only college visit to Embry Riddle. I'm so excited. We get a tour of the entire aviation department. I'm so proud of my son. I really am. He is really a great kid, even though he sends me stupid pictures of red cups and pink pong balls. You're giving me the pinky penis, which means I have to cut bait. Coming up, I'm going to be telling a horrible story of a woman who's raped and how smart she was. I want demeans. I'm one blunt woman. Don't move. More of one blunt woman with one demeans is next. Tuned in to One Blunt Woman. This shit really happens. Welcome back. I'm Wanda Means. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. And I was going to talk about dating and rape and how they're not related at all. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, so I had a conversation with little Richard today and I said, listen, I want to have this conversation with you. I want to talk to you. You know, you're going to college. Only 12% of rapes in college are reported. And I don't want anyone accusing you of rape. You know, no means no. And if it's questionable, just back away. Yep. You know, he's looking at his phone, scrolling through Instagram and Snapchat and all that crap. I go, are you listening to me? I know a chicken college, you got roofied. Oh, well, I know plenty. I've had three friends get roofied That's in the crazy. same bar. Pretty sure by the bartender. Yeah, it was right. It was the same bar. Three of my girlfriends. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So he looks at me and he goes, all good, mom. Thanks. And he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, he goes, know. great conversation. I, I got to get back to class. Yeah. He comes home so I can make him a homemade lunch, which homemade meal from lunch, which I did. I whipped up this whole thing of pasta. And he's like, great, great talk, mom. Got to go. I'm like, do you think he listens to me? No. No. Okay, so dating. I'm on these websites, and like I said earlier, you know about, you know, I don't want to waste all my good boob years on lame guys or lame lines. Can I just read you a couple of the, the emails that I got from a couple of men? Oh, please do. Oh, my God, they're so pathetic. This one guy lives in uh, Northern California. I don't know what the fuck. Why, I don't, I, I have a 50-mile radius. Not you know, 5,000 miles. So he's, I said... I mean, to get laid on social media as a guy, you don't have to be James Bond, but y- you got to be a little bit slick. I mean, you can't be totally retarded. This is... this is Well, I don't use that word. I know, I know. Um, I'm sorry. This is... Um, I said, uh, you've got like 20 million people in your media area. Dallas isn't exactly close because he's San Jose, right? I said, but you're handsome. I'll give you that. And his response was... I can't make this up. I'm reading it verbatim. My heart found love in you... And it knows no boundaries. Gay. We can be everything if you're ready and really want it. I adore you. I'm like, I don't even know you. I just put a couple cute pictures of me up. I mean. Yeah, that's, that's just absolutely horrendous. Oh. So then that's this grotesque. other guy from Michigan. Oh, my God. You're so pretty. Blah. I'm like, dude, you are in Ann Arbor, Michigan. That is not close to Dallas because <laughs> it's only a two-hour flight and I could be there for dinner. Wow. I'm like, what? There's some next level desperation on uh, this Bumble thing. I know. 
that well, one was Millionaire Match, and the other was Elite Singles. Oh, oh, okay. I'm trying okay. them all out. You know, I'm writing them off because it's all part of my research for my podcast, right? right? So, no, it's good research. Yeah, it's good research. So, I was so friends of mine on Facebook post this um, therapist in Georgia. You know, he's got all this great relationship advice, right? For seventy nine dollars, you can buy his videos and all this crap. And yeah, a bunch of bullshit. Y- you listen to the whole video um, before you buy it, and he was saying. You know, what I need to do to get him back. Not that I'm trying to get anyone back, but I'm just, this is what I was listening to. Um, so, and it's all about what I have to do to get him back. It's like, no, I'm sorry. If you want me back, just come back. But, yeah, yeah. but this is what this relationship video is saying. So then he says, I need to tell you something very profound. Are, are you listening? Oh, I want to hear this profoundness. He said, men are not women. Wow, that's enlightening. I know. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, it's two in the morning. What a I revelation. can't sleep. I, you know, I'm always stupid trolling Facebook at two in the morning, which is so stupid because it, all it does is keep you up. And I'm, I'm listening to this whole relationship video and I'm dying laughing because I'm like, wow, you just told me men are not women. I mean, and you want me to pay $79 for you to tell me that men are not women? Okay, yeah. I got it. Thank God. But I will tell you, my lesbian friends, you know, I always say, you know, I talk, make fun of the pinky penis and whatnot and small hands and whatnot. Yeah, you were telling me that thing the other day about the fingers. Yeah, so my girlfriend, yeah. one of my lesbian friends, was telling me, you know, Wanda, I look at hands. I go, what? What? Like, I do, because I'm a woman, and I like, you know, a man with a penis, you know, and it's right, some right, sort right. of myth that, you know, the larger the hand, the larger the gloves. Yep, yep, yep. So she says, no, because <clears throat> when, you know, a woman is down there and feeling you, you want to be able to feel her and if she has small dainty hands you won't be able to feel it isn't that kind of nice though like wouldn't you like to have that advantage it'd be like if you could just see a dude's dick it like be- it's right out in the open and you could I see know, it but i never know. thought women looked at that too for for women but that's an advantage now that the, the, the lesbian chicks have over heterosexual chicks which is what um you know that they can see the hands and size that up because i feel like the hands are much more well the hand is not indicative of a dick for a woman because they don't have one well i know but it's more intricate in the process of you know the love making process the digits are more important in a lesbian relationship i think okay 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 okay. so it's nice you can size up an appendage you know where you don't get that advantage until later you tell you feel it right okay interesting guys dick right on the open some guys are you know a grower not a shower so it's hard to tell Oh, I've seen growers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thank God. Thank God some men grow because some of them are really small and they're <laughs> kind of hidden in there. I'm like, whoa, wow, what the hell? So I got a quick education on women and lesbians and their yeah. hands. So my hands are kind of big, so maybe I'd make a woman happy. I, I, I definitely bet that, yeah, you've been uh, But this considered. is why I date men with really big hands, so my hands feel small. Because I don't like, because the last guy I dated had huge hands, and it made my hands feel small. So, moving on. I think there has to be some credence to that myth. Oh, no, some, some, I think it's pretty true. Some men, you know, big hands, big feet. Yeah. Big shoes, big gloves. So, back on Bumble, dating, I'm hearing the bullshit... You know, and, you know, I own a vibrator. Actually, I own several vibrators, and I do masturbate. So, and the reason I'm telling you all this is because, yes, I like sex. But I like consensual sex. So just because I have all this, and there's a, there's a point to this, because I'm about to tell a story. Um, I, just because I go on Bumble and Tinder, and I want to, you know, meet men and have sex and whatnot, and I use vibrators, it does not mean I want to be raped. Right. But some mentality think, well, 
if that's what you have, then maybe you're asking for it. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. No. Okay. I don't get how you ever this connect happened. those dots. I, okay. I'm not making this up, Kevin. This, this woman, I believe you. Taylor Hearth, 31-year-old woman, she was gang raped inside her own apartment with her two-year-old daughter. How many daughter. assailants are we talking about here? She thinks two or three. All right. Um, this was in February of 2016, so less than a year ago. And um, this woman was smart. This was in Kansas City. You know, mind you, she's got her two-year-old daughter laying in bed with her. So she doesn't want her daughter traumatized, nor does she want her daughter killed or herself killed. So she went along with it. This woman had the state of mind, this self, she went into self-preservation mode. I'm really impressed with this woman. She, the guys were trying to, you know, they made her turn on her back and so they pretty much raped her from the back, right? And then the only time that they would um, turn her over is when they wanted to ejaculate in her face, which is so gross. But she said, well, if you want to come in my mouth. I don't need a dry mouth, so go to my kitchen and get a glass of water. So what happens when they go in and get a glass of water? They're putting their fingerprints right. all over her house. That is a smart woman. That's pretty fucking, yeah, fucking smart in a situation like that. So they had at her for a couple of hours, and she did. She went. She called the police immediately. Made that she did not clean up. She knew exactly what to do, and. They took her DNA, and you know they took the the sperm, which they got the DNA from the guy, and they don't believe her. They do not believe her. But she has empirical evidence. She has empirical evi- evidence. Yes, she has a vibrator on her the side of her bed. And they think, well, oh, well, because you had a vibrator, they don't believe her story. I don't get. Yeah, I don't understand the logic there. What the fuck is wrong with these male policemen? I mean, it's bad enough that you have to sit there and lay there and watch them take pictures of your vagina and where you were raped and your yeah. child is next to you, and they don't believe her and they don't they don't they don't do anything about it until one of their own was arrested or was raped a year later. They got DNA and it was the same DNA. So guess what? There is a link. They arrested the guy and guess where the guy lived that raped her. Where? Right below her. Oh. Can you imagine? She saw that guy all the time walking in and out yeah. of her um, apartment building and had no idea Just who he was. Just didn't know. It's shocking. You're telling me to cut bait. Yep. I am not done with this story. I want to means. I'm one blood woman. One Blood Woman with Wanda Memes is next. You're tuned in to One Blood Woman. I'm Wanda Means. I'm back talking about this woman in Kansas who had the wherewithal to realize she was being raped and she still was smart enough to assess the situation and make sure that her daughter was protected, her two-year-old daughter. What monsters rape a woman with a child in the bed? Don't you think something would click in you and go, oh, Fuck! There's a kid in here. We gotta, we gotta ditch this one. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a special place in hell for people who would uh, see the kid and still uh, you uh, know, proceed with whatever the fuck they're doing. Thank God they didn't rape the child. Ugh. So the first you know, thing, you're right. It, I, I didn't think it could possibly get any worse, but you're right. That would have made it worse. That would have made it worse. <laughs> so the first thing that the police said to the woman wasn't, "Oh my God, are you okay?" It was, "So what happened here?" 
Don't you think the first thing, listen up, people. If a woman's been raped, don't accuse her. This whole victim blaming has got to stop. If you are violently raped, you don't say, well, what happened here? You say, are you okay? What is wrong with people? So hats off to Taylor Hearth, that 31-year-old woman who was smart enough to not get killed by being raped and having the balls to, uh, or having the brains to um, know what was going on at the moment. And and she couldn't stop it, but she certainly made sure that all the evidence was intact. And it took them a year. But still, yeah, it wasn't a quick turnaround. It was not a quick turnaround. Shame on those police. Seriously, stop blaming the fucking victim when the evidence is right there. <sighs> Moving on. Oh, I just want to say their names, little fucks. William Luth and Brady Newman Cadell. There are two white kids. They look totally normal, but I hate to make generalizations, I know. which I'm going to talk about in a minute. Yep, yep. Um, one of the guys said, well, I just entered her only half an inch, but I couldn't keep my erection, so I pulled out. Oh, well, that makes it all right. That's what they said. Yeah. That was an actual excuse that they told the police? Yeah. But the other, no, but so then he throws his friend under the bus saying, well, she did it. <laughs> I'm like, what? Okay, moving on. So I got an email on, or a comment on one of my, um, on my One Black Woman um, Facebook page. And she oh, says, I saw that. She says, one, I really like what you're doing. You're doing great. But I, I'm a black woman who lives in Texas and I'm somewhat liberal. So I'm a bit, you know, different. And I, I just, I don't really... Think, I really think you should watch your generalizations. That caught me off guard. So, and it caught me off guard too. And and I said, well, you know, I, I'm not exactly politically correct. I only have 30 minutes. I can't, I don't have time to have empathy for every other human out there. Um, I obviously have problems with political correctness. Yeah, I, I know. Say you gay say, and retarded you say on the show. Not that I have anything right. against I have a lot of gay any, friends. I'm, so do I. I nothing against it. It's just so, a, you know. I, I respect that she said this. Um, but, okay, so... The other night, I am. Now, this is a generalization that I made, and it's and and you know, so there's racial profiling, which you know we could get in a lot of trouble for. But I am, uh, I'm, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna go one step farther and say I'm not. Ra- I wasn't racial profiling these people. I was shady profiling these people because they were so fucking shady. I'm leaving um, Ozona. They have two parking lots, so I have to walk across the street to their parking lot, which is well lit. And I see this car drive by and an older car, I don't know what Buick or something like that. Um, there's four black dudes in it, and they, you know, it's not the same as four black dudes in a Lexus. I'm sorry. And they look shady. And so I, I was scared. So what is it in me that makes me scared? Is it because they were black? Well, it's not like you can help that. It's a knee-jerk, you know, instant impulse. So uh, I ran to my car and immediately got in, locked it. I pulled out, and sure enough, there's that same car, and it's circling the parking lot. What were they doing there? I mean, do I have a right to be scared, or am I just some racist asshole because or black kids are... Going by really slow, and they, and they passed me at first, and they came back around again. And I don't think they were looking for parking to go into Arizona. Is is there something wrong with me because I'm scared? No, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It's happened to me too. I mean, am I? Um, if it were for white dudes in that car, I would have thought they were skinheads or something, and that probably would have freaked me out too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they were shady looking white dudes, it's the same thing. So is it really racial profiling or is it shady profiling? I think it's shady. And, you know, obviously not all black people are any one thing or all white people are any one thing. I'm never going to say that. But these four dudes, they scared the shit out of me and I had to run to my car. 
black, white, brown, whatever. I've been scared they of look situation shady, by someone shady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. But it's being a single woman walking to your car at night, even though it's well lit, I don't think they were up to any good. No. And at some point, you uh, have to make a judgment. Yeah. You have to make a quick judgment. Again, it's not a war on race. It is a war on stupidity. Yeah, exactly. But I think I'm smart to be cautious. Yeah. Okay, so the other Especially day... Especially being a woman. You can never be too cautious. I, mean, I know. I, and, and the story of the woman being raped in yeah, her yeah, own yeah, 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 bedroom? Yeah. When shit like that's going on. Yeah, you can never be too, too careful. Ugh. Okay, so the, the other day I'm having um, coffee with a good friend of mine. And she was telling me about her sexual abuse. Because people love to tell me about their sexual abuse stories. Um, because, God, there's so many, you know? So she's telling me she was abused at five and six by the babysitter. And so, who, and it wasn't a 17 year old kid babysitter. It was a woman. It was a grown woman in her 30s or 40s. Okay, that's really weird. Right. It's unusual when it's a woman. It's very it unusual. It is. And so she, you know, her, she told her mom. Speaking of generalizations, we almost always assume it's a dude. Well, I know, but it, it's like yeah, maybe 5 to 10% are men yeah, or yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said, so she tells her mom, I'm not comfortable with her. She's five years old. I don't like her. She's weird. And mom's like, she's your babysitter. Yeah. Listen to your babysitter. I've got to work, you know, whatever. So years later, she told her mom, listen, I did not like that woman. She made me do things to her. She did things to me. And you know what her mother tells her? She says, I was molested by my cousin. It's like, her, shouldn't she be in a situation where she's even more leery and be protective of, uh, I mean... Or I think she was one-upping her. Wouldn't, I, I would have thought that would have given her a level of insight as a parent to be more careful. No, no it, she just one-upped her and diminished So like the it. opposite of what happened in your situation. Well, no, my, my mother didn't believe me, and she stayed married to him for 35 right, years. Right, but I'm saying the way that affected you as a mother. Oh, yes. Ultra-protective. Yes, well, this know. woman is my age right now, so yeah. this was... You know, she was abused at the same time I was, right, right. you know, back in the 70s. And, of course, nobody ever talked about it. And when she had the nerve to tell her mother, her mother one-ups her. I don't... Why on earth would you one-up your child? Now, I get, you know... I tell my children all the time, listen, you have everything. I didn't have anything. Um, maybe I'm one-upping them, telling them what a great life they it's, have. That's a little different. That's a little different. So, I'm talking to my friend, and, and, and so I'm thinking... How do I mean? I want to start a campaign, a break the um, cycle campaign. I want people, if you are molested, I want you to step up and say, I was molested, but I will not molest another person. I will not abuse, sexually abuse another person. That's my next campaign. I'm going to start it. Mark my words, Kevin. We're going to break the cycle. I know words you weren't marked. Abused. Words marked. I know you weren't abused, but I was. I just one up you. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's a good point. That was bad. Okay, you're giving. I've got a cut bait. You can watch me on watchonairlive.com. I'm Wanda Means. I am one blunt woman. Thank you so much for listening. Check me out on my website, jesusdivorceandover40.com. One last thing. From tremendous pain comes an enormous amount of strength. I'm Wanda Means, and thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. Been about seventeen. For more information on Wanda Means One Blunt Woman podcast, follow us on Facebook at Wanda Means One Blunt Woman and visit us on our website, JesusDivorceAndOver40.com.